Welcome, everybody, to the Big Dog Show, even though we're on the Gun Barrel Coffee Show. And uh, these guys were scheduled as my guests, and we are here. We made it thanks to them putting up with my uh, very illiterate uh, understanding of how to do this Facebook uh, video thing. But if you're listening to us, I want to thank all of you for joining me uh, right here on the Big Dog Show, uh, the one and only Big Dog Show, uh, the first and foremost one that's been out there. I know somebody else is doing one, and then I've, I've seen other people uh, you know, lining up. But uh, I am very pleased to have uh, with me on this show uh, some great people. Now, I've only spoken with Brian. Now, I've now spoken with, with Sal, and I can see Sal. Uh, well, I've seen Sal on their podcast. Uh, these guys are Gun Barrel Coffee, and I'm going to let them tell their story here in a second, but I want to hold this up while I'm on their program because you can obviously see their stuff in the background on their flag. This is what I am currently drinking right here. Is that the Moab? Yes. Nice. Um, so if I start talking about 6,000 miles a second, you'll know why. Uh, it's good coffee. Uh, you also sent some of the, who is that? Hoo-ah. Yeah. So, so this is not one of their official mugs, just so people know <laughs> when I start drinking from it. Um, I went to order one and they were out. Uh, so I kind of created my own with some of the swag that these uh, great gentlemen sent to me. And uh, so I've got this. Also in honor, I also got a little bit of this. Nice. I, I am not doing the cigar because I'm inside the house. But this is my preferred, if everybody can see this, and I'm going to tell you uh, audio-wise, uh, I drink a brand that I've fallen in love with. It's a cherry whiskey. Uh, it is uh, called Whiskey Dick. Yes, that's right. You're seeing it. You're hearing it correctly. And some people should know what that is. Uh, if you've listened to this big dog show for many years, you know that I, I like to take left turns with a lot of things. Uh, but it's a very good cherry whiskey you know i i don't think that you always have to spend a ton of money to get a good uh whiskey i mean there's a lot of crap out there and i've had it uh but this one next to um old camp which is one we discovered at our local myers here uh for 20 bucks I've, I've i've had a good run with the pecan whiskey and the cherry whiskey and of course i've had you know the expensive expensive brands as well but uh, guys, welcome to the program, and thanks uh, so much for your patience. I, I was so embarrassed, I can't even begin to describe how helpless <laughs> you feel with technology. But uh, uh, welcome we've, to the program. We've been, I told you we've been there. We, you know, we're episode twenty-six. Last week was the first time we ever had where we were able to get right on without technical difficulties. Yeah, we started on time. Everything went smooth, and nothing. Everything, everything we did, we had did a podcast where people, nobody could hear us. We didn't even know what was going on. And finally, <laughs> can't hear you. We can't even see the comments. They're saying they can't hear us the whole podcast. So 
Yeah. It's a, it's a, you know, you live and learn. Whatever you've been through, we've been through and probably worse too. Yeah. And especially we had guests in here in the, in the shop with us because that's where we do the podcast from. Right. We have two, two morons who don't know what the hell we're doing. And these people are sitting here like, what is going on? That's even well, worse. It's even more well, pressure. You know, then you got the moron on this end doing the same thing. As I said, <laughs> in the old days, I had Sam Broadcaster. We were on live stream. I hit play, go. Uh, I control everything from the board and it was easy, you know, easy peasy yeah. lemon squeezy, but forget it now. Forget it now. This, this, this I, is, our podcast is coffee and bullshit because a whole bunch of bullshit happens and it may not be the topic right. we're going to talk about <laughs> right. off the rails or technical bullshit. So just let everybody know that this is not structured. It's not going to, not, not going to be smooth like a TV show. Well, you know, you're mm -hmm. talking about whiskey and what was whiskey we were talking about? Apple, Applejack, Applejack. Oh yeah. That's yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like that too. We're gonna go get yeah, some. We, get some this week and test it out. Talk about maybe doing a, a coffee that's infused with Applejack whiskey. Oh my goodness! Yeah, so we, now you're we, talking. We do we do brandy, which is our big sergeant major, which is goes quickly every fall. We just came out with rum, vodka, uh, and we're gonna do bourbon again. We did bourbon this summer too, and people like that. So, yeah. what do, do we call that one? Did we even call it anything? Oh, we I call, remember. I don't remember either now. We go through. Just, names don't, just don't call it late for supper. That's right. Yeah. Anybody? Yeah, it's a bad, bad joke. They don't get any better from here on, folks. Um, first things first, uh, with me always on the Big Dog Show, I'm um, uh, a guy that always wants to thank uh, all veterans. So thank you for your service, all of you out there who have served and uh, protected our freedoms. Uh, that comes straight from the heart. I've got family still serving, had family that have served in both Vietnam and World War II and Korea. And... Uh, just uh, it, it's a big a big uh, thing for my heartstrings. Uh, we uh, on our network here on the Michigan sixty nine podcast dot com network. Uh, we uh, are a big part of uh, the family of Wounded Warrior Project. Uh, we have been for quite a few years. Uh, I started doing that from day one that that began uh, when I would do podcasts and you know I'd pass the hat when we're at events and we would send that in. Uh, so it, it's it's close to the heart. Uh, we worked with a new one here in Michigan, which I think is called Purple Hearts for Vets. Now, I'm probably butchering that. I don't have the info in front of me. It's it, one of my partners handles that end. And it's about getting affordable housing and uh, some medical care for veterans here in, in Michigan. And so when we did a, a Comic-Con, uh, some people who may not know what that is, it's a lot of people who dress up and pretend things. Uh, and it, it generates a huge audience. It's a big thing. And so one of our first ones we did last year, uh, called the heroes helping heroes. Um, I think we raised about $1,500, uh, you know, to send to those guys. And then alongside that with Mike Longnecker here in Michigan, uh, the number one thing that I, I am part of, uh, is uh, the Great Lakes Burn Camp for children. And I uh, ask everybody who listens to the Bog, Big Dog Show to go over there and check it out. And, of course, these guys that are here on this program with me here, uh, they have their own page over on our networks. Again, uh, you know, make sure you're tuning in to uh, the Michigan 69 Podcast Network, and you, you'll see Gun Coffee uh page on there gun barrel coffee on there and you click on that and it takes you over and you'll see pictures of those two handsome guys you're watching right now uh or you're yeah. listening to he's looking brian's looking around where <laughs> um that's what i say and uh there's some info on there it's a quick you know uh, to do about uh, what you guys have up for how you started 
But uh, let's get into that a little bit um, before I talk about some of the insanity in the world that I always do on this program. Um, let's tell everybody how you came up with this idea and where it started and, and where, where you guys are at at this point. Over each other. But he did some experience roasting coffee. My grandfather roasted coffee. We got together and the mission at the time was to start a business to support veterans and first responders. So I was an army veteran himself. Um, so the mission was had some, you know, do what you know, I guess. So it was kind of figured out what, what we have to do to get into the coffee business. Right. Sal's so been the roast master, done a phenomenal job. Uh, took us about a year and a half figuring out blends, how to make great coffees. You know, the mission was to make super smooth coffee, no acid, no bitterness. I just had to carve out a niche in the marketplace out there. There's a lot of competition for coffee. Yeah, you know, yeah I, I was going to ask you about that, and you kind of beat me to it. Good, I mean, a good segue right off the bat was, you know, that was one of my questions is, you know, I see that everybody's trying to do a coffee, and we have we have folks here local. You know, I've had stuff here in Kalamazoo. Uh, there's some things in Michigan. You know, there's others, uh, you know, not going to name the competitors, but there, people are aware that uh, some of the others are doing, you know, close to what you're doing, but I will tell everybody that I reached out to a few of these people uh, in the same manner that I reached out to to you, Brian, and I got little to no response, uh, you know, and I thought, well, maybe because we're the little guy on the block or something, they didn't really kind of want, and I'm, I, and I'm, I'm hypothetically just talking out my, my, my butt because I do that a lot, uh, mm -hmm. but maybe they thought maybe we weren't worth giving the time to because I got no response whatsoever, so I have big thanks to you. Uh, you know, in that market that you reached out and said, absolutely. And I got to tell you, Sal, sir, this, if, if you were in, if you were involved in this mixture, I, I am in love. I'm absolutely in love with this stuff. Um, well, when it came to any mixture, it was always a test and trial and right. all of us trying it and making sure it was what we all wanted to drink because it's, you know, if, if neither one of us are going to drink it, like, uh, we had one not too long ago that <laughs> that I made, and it was not that uh, pretty. But it was some new beans we just want to try out. Right. I mean, nothing, nothing's I, better, though. Like, we're at most of our business initially was through trade shows, how we got out in front of people, you know, is get people to sample the coffee. And then, so we had a big, we had a love, it. we had to be passionate about it. Sure. When people ask about what's this coffee like, I mean, most of the coffees I'm very passionate about, like Moab, I sent you, people are like, like, it's got the spicy caramel back flavor. I'm addicted to it. I'm like, I drink three of these a day of it. I can't stay away from it. You know, so when you're passionate about it, it goes, it's not just trying to sell people crap. It sells something that's really great that you're passionate about. It makes it much easier. And, and back to your saying is like, getting getting back to you, it's how we got here today. Um, we started going out and getting out in the world. We launched on social media. Then we'd go around the world to trade shows. But right. it, sometimes we'd go sit at a show. It'd be horrible. We'd sit there all day and maybe sell like, 10 bags of coffee. We busted our hob, loaded the trucks. You know, we we're both working jobs, full-time jobs at the time. It's like, it takes a lot of time and energy. Get it all ready. Go sit there and show and die. But we'd walk away and sometimes be like, you know what? The show was horrible, but we made a great connection. Yeah. We met this person from this charity over here. Met this person from this charity over here. So because they came back and supported us, they said, hey, we're having a raffle or something. We supported them, donated. It's how we grew to where we grew today by making those connections, I don't, I don't care if you're small, big, little, if you have something and you're like-minded like us and you're about supporting veterans and first responders, you know, we'll do everything we can. We're, yeah. we're, we're still a small company. So I think sometimes people are disappointed. They think we're done. A, we've done a pretty good <laughs> job, make ourselves look big online, but 
Yeah. Sal and I are the, are the, are the guys. Yeah. So, yeah. so we do everything we can to try to help other companies because it always comes back to us tenfold. Yeah. People think we're, we're a German shepherd, but we're really just a chihuahua still. Trying to try and become a German shepherd. I used to get so offended when people would say that to me, um, you know, because I got the nickname Big Dog, and there's a whole story. I'm not going to bore everybody to death with that. Um, I mean, originally it was Danny Bear. So, you know, I, the one thing I didn't want my wife screaming across the store was Danny Bear uh, <laughs> because I've always been akin to that. And my Native American friend, uh, Jerome, uh, who goes by four colors, uh, he's of, of the Cherokee Nation, uh, gave me the name Bear Who Stands Tall. But it, Big Dog came along, and I actually kind of stuck with that. But I used to get into it with people on occasion, you know, people with differences of opinion. And the first thing out of their mouth was, okay, whatever, Chihuahua. So whenever I hear that, I'm just like, oh, God, I hate that. <laughs> I hate that so much. Um, because, you know, you want to, like, you know, you belt somebody and, you know, beat the snot out of them, but you know, then you end up in court and what's that going to do? You get a couple nights in jail and then you got to give money over to the guy that you can't, can't stand, you know, uh, one of them things. True. But, uh, it's a great coffee. As I said, uh, you know, I, I fell in love instantly with this Moab stuff and I had it last night and, you know, being, uh, that I think you guys have it marked on here as, as a medium, um, it's, it's really good. It's, uh, as it says here, damn good coffee, damn good cause. Uh, I want to remind everybody too, listening to the big dog show is I've already stated on an earlier program, uh, it says from the purchase, uh, of these, uh, what is it? $1 goes to first responder veteran and first responder organizations, as you've already pointed out. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I can't give you accolades enough. Again, drinking a cup of coffee, I'm like you. I'm kind of, I'm not really a snob, but I've tried some of the other brands that are out there and we've liked one or two, but some of them go a little too far with some of the things they're trying to do. Um, and, uh, you know, I don't mind certain flavor uh, mixtures. My wife loves like cherry coffees and stuff like that. I cannot do cherry coffee right. that is just it's like shoe polish i don't know what she's thinking it's it's absolutely terrible <laughs> in my opinion but uh, other people may like it but you know when you're talking about a whiskey infused type of deal and i've had bourbon infused uh with a friend who makes his own stuff he doesn't sell it but he makes his own stuff um that was interesting um how are you guys holding up let me ask you two you know uh being that we have uh similar likes and similar points of view, at least from what I can tell by your post and, and watching two of your podcasts. And I'm not going to get crazy here. So everybody, if you do have hate mail on the big dog show, make sure you're sending it to WRKR here in Kalamazoo. I'm sure they've loved to read it. Just don't send it to me. Um, the insanity, man. Uh, I had bullet points. The, the insanity, it, it just continues. You know, I, I ask everybody when I start these pro these programs, like, how you doing? How you holding up? Uh, I don't I don't want to take it to a, a doom and gloom thing, but I just I can't wrap guys. Tell me if you can. I cannot wrap my head around the absolute insanity that I'm watching 24 <laughs> seven. It's gone on from from day one. And then seeing today, I was going to tune in and try to listen to some of this impeachment BS. I can do like two minutes if if I can do that. I haven't even. I don't know. Yeah, I, I haven't I, watched I, it. I kind of. Re, I watched some of it. I've kind of resigned myself to this right now. This too shall pass. Yeah. Right. If you start eating every day, every day, you're gonna drive right. yourself crazy. So you know what? 
for the for as long as we've had presidents, we've had these situations pop up where it's just one guy's none. We get through it. We move on to the next one. Move on to the next one. So no, none of them ever really make so many drastic changes that it that it changes all of our lives. You know what? It's not maybe what, what we all wanted, but it's here. So this too shall pass. We'll get through it. I mean, there's some right. things you know that I don't like that might be coming down the pipe, but it's speak up. You know, be heard at least. Do what we can. We get through it. Some some bad things happen. You know what? In four years or eight years, we'll get to turn around and go back the other way. I don't know, that's just I'm hoping. Way. I'm hoping. <laughs> I'm really. I'm holding out hope. I'm not the doom and gloom guy. I'm like you. I, I honestly try to tell a lot of friends, even though I, I, I get heated about some of this stuff because some of it's you know some of the shtick, and I'm trying to have fun with it too. But as I said, you know, I'm I, I'm just curious to see what's going to unfold around the next corner. Um, you know, they obviously either side, none of them are doing any of the things that we asked them to do. And it's, it's just an insane, uh, you know, a same, uh, point of reference at, at this time, uh, with things going on. How about Super Bowl? Did you, did you guys care to watch Super Bowl? Were you yeah, into that or I bought, I bought squares, <laughs> whether I have a team in the Super Bowl or not, you gotta you have squares, right? Right. right. I, was, I was more interested in just the commercials. I mean, it was nice seeing the, some of the plays, but, uh, I just, you know, the commercials are what always get me. I, it was not the Bears, really. I don't know. I, I was excited to see Brady. The Bears. Yeah. yeah. I was excited to see Brady get, get traded, right? New England didn't want to pony up the money. Went to Tampa Bay and proved that they, yeah. they got they got there because of him. The guy, I mean, I, Peyton Manning's always been my favorite quarterback, right? right. I always kind of defended Peyton against Tom Brady, but what, what can you say? You can't default the guy. The guy's got the, right now. Yeah, the, I'm with a, I'm with a good Walter friend of mine. Right? Other than I'm Walter because like, like Tom Brady's the second best football player ever lived. Right. Other than Walter right. Payton, because I'm from Chicago, so Walter right. Payton will always be the greatest in my mind. So well, here's here's a hypothetical question. Okay, <laughs> Link Ditka was uh, was able to uncover voter fraud. What <laughs> um, is real? I, I, I had to real. go there. Yeah, I had to what go there. Definitely real. What? Yeah. Like, for if it's Ditka, here's, I don't think then I wouldn't even need evidence. He's oh, like, no. there's some fraud here. I'm like, okay, Ditka it, says fraud. It's got to be fraud. It's fraud, right. Everybody had, give it back the nation had behind him. You are correct, sir. <laughs> they all give been back to right the orange guy. We're going for another four years. That's it. Like it says. <laughs> well, did yep. you see the the meme today? I think I saw it today. It said, uh, um, uh, "What was the other team? The one that lost? Chiefs. The Chiefs. Uh, four touchdowns in at four a.m. in the morning, and the Chiefs won." <laughs> yeah, I saw that meme. Yeah, yeah that's that's awesome. that was pretty funny. That's hilarious. They mailed, they mailed in the touchdowns, If anything's going to come out of this, you know, the, the meme traffic, and I've seen some doozies. Um, some of it was kind of like, ah, oh, man, you know, maybe that's too soon. Because I'd seen where they had taken the, uh, um, what's her name, Cortez person, and they had put her in uh, uh, Kennedy's limo. There's a shot with her, and she, you know, how she's pretending like she was in danger. And I found some of those quite funny. Um who had a coffee question? I do. My wife has a coffee question. All right. Coffee question. We'll take coffee questions. Ready? Yes. Oh, can you hear me? They can't hear me. We can, we can hear, hear you. you. They can hear you. Oh, so my my coffee question is: um, Have you guys, or do you have, or have you thought about having tea bags? Or <laughs> I knew that sounded funny when it came out. Um, Sorry, go little instant bags. You know, like when we're camping. <laughs> that we put the bags like in the hot water of your coffee instead of like having like the K cups or whatever. So I'm thinking like more of a camping 
what, what's, what's outside your outside kind of thing? Because I know of another company that has done that. It was really kind of cool, kind of like well, an instant coffee in a way. We haven't we haven't done that, but what works really well is we actually work with another company, Alpha Outpost. They do monthly subscriptions of outdoor gear, and what they had was a little pop up pour over. So uh, a little orange thing, you just pop it up. So you take the coffee grounds in there, pour your coffee right through their hot hot kettle of coffee, and make really good coffee. Yeah. So, so it's like, it's like those are like those are like three bucks for a little for a little pop up pour over. Little pop up pour overs. Yeah. Yeah. said like a pour over. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Well, I did little, see. Little I did see you, really you, well. you guys. You guys offer the kind of like the K the Keurig cups in, yeah. in your stuff too. Yeah. 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 I mean, remember we're, we're we're two guys busy as hell trying to just keep up with our man now. So as we right. expand, we'll make other offerings. So but <laughs> it just takes it just takes more work to get wide. So we're trying to get vertical and make some money to support these our charities. Right. No. From the beginning, even when we weren't making money yet, we're losing money. We still donated that dollar. That just came out of Salad Mines savings, right? So that that's that's first and foremost the mission. We love to make awesome cool right. products to move, but it's the charities we support need the help, especially this year. So, you, you know, they they were dying this year. So most of them get support through events that they do. Well, well, doing doing what you're doing too, and how you mentioned that you know you guys have a passion for this, and you obviously love doing what you do. That's the secret. I don't think a lot of people get that. You know, I I'm involved in real paranormal. I've had a group uh, for quite a quite a long time now, and I've done stuff with my Ghostbusters and other things. The people who know me know all about this already. And where I'm going with this is that. You know, I'm not moved by the almighty dollar, much to my wife's chagrin sometimes, mm -hmm. because I'm very happy and and in love and passionate about what I'm doing. And then, of course, being able to reach out to the charities by bringing other people's interest to what we're doing. Like I said, getting them to cut a check or pass the hat and not in everything that we do. A lot of it's goodwill and, and community, you know, outreach. Uh, but I love hearing what you're saying. You know, you're, you're willing to take that dip and that hit. Because it's important to you guys, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, that, that, that when that still the funny thing is, we we're looking. Uh, when we first started. There was one weekend. I don't know. We're probably about two years in, where I needed to take a I needed to take a day for the weekend. I actually had to go up to Michigan and I had to go get stuff out and I have to go get it out of storage or else I just start start getting raped on rates. I'm like, I gotta take the day. I, I you know I hate to do it right now, but I need to take the day. And I and sounds like yeah, I need a day too. And we started looking back. And it was 285 days without a day off that we worked, plus plus working full time jobs at the time. But it was right. funny. But I never even thought about it. it. wasn't It didn't bother me. I mean, there was nights we went down to Chicago to do a charity event. We got out there at one o'clock, drove home, got home at two, and at three o'clock we were up to head out to. A, oh the, yeah, the, the middle of nowhere, Illinois <laughs> for a, for another event where we got where we could go. So I was like, when I got up, and my wife's like. My wife's like, where are you going? I'm like, we got another event this morning. She's like, you've been asleep for an hour. I'm like, yeah, we got to go do this event. I'm excited about to go do the event. So it's funny. I still work full-time. Sal's running the store here when I'm at my full-time job. But we do shows every weekend that we can. But I, I've never – I don't care. We stay up late and get up get up at 5 in the morning on Saturdays and Sundays and, you know, rather sleep in. But it doesn't bother us. It's fun. Like, I get up and I'm excited on Saturday morning to get up and go to the show, see people. Right. Um, one of the best parts about being out there in the world is a lot of veterans, uh, both foreign and domestic, love to come up and share their stories with us about their time in the service. Yeah, that's uh, cool. We've had Very some. Cool. We've had some incredible stories. We've had some, you know, some of the the bad stuff that goes on. Right. Uh, we had a guy from Bosnia come up and tell us what it was like being in a Bosnian prison camp. Oh, geez, I can't even imagine. Five, five yeah. years ago. 
five years yeah. ago, how brutal and miserable it was. So holy cow. You know, yeah, that's fresh. We get World War II veterans, Korean veterans, Vietnam veterans that come up and share their stories. I, I worked with uh I worked with a lot of guys. Well, before I get to that, um I love hearing your your adventure and your road trips, you know, on on the hoof because uh Mama Cat here can tell you that too, that um, you know, we'd be at an event doing a thing and somebody would come up and said, Hey, they're doing this thing, uh, 10 town, you know, 10 towns over or two towns over or four hours away. They'd love to have you guys there. Cause somebody said that there's ghostbusters here and you guys do charity stuff. I'm like, well, let's get in the car and let's go. We're on, we're on the road and we're going. Yeah. So, and there were weekends where I was doing stuff every weekend and she kind of had a sit down with me at one point and said, it'd be nice to see the kids before they graduated from you know college <laughs> uh, and, or, Hey, how does divorce sound to you? So, you know, you had to slow the roll a little bit, but, oh but, God. but I know she's like, Oh my God, she doesn't want to admit it's that. So dramatic. so dramatic, but it, it's, uh, it's the, it's the same thing. I'm still the same way. I'm not putting product out like you are, uh, but I'm still the same way. I, I love the adventure. I love meeting people. As you said, talk, talking about sharing stories. What's that? I've been your cheerleader all the way. Yeah, she's been the cheerleader all the way. I, I do have to say that. She'll tell everybody, I'm not part of the group. See, I'm doing the little fingers. Everybody can see that. But then there she is. So she is part of the group, anything that I'm involved in. Um what I was going to say, her wife's jobs that made the problem go away. Right. So my, my She's a, I got to tell you, I love her because I, we're, I'm going to have her on the big dog show uh, a few times because I will say this about my wife. And I mean this with all endearment and all the love and maybe other guys have this with their wife too, because you're sitting here. So I got to watch what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you got to, got to keep it PG and watch what you're saying. Uh, the, the funny part was, is that she could be the biggest cheerleader, but she's also one of the first people that'd be like, Hey, I like the look of your knees. Let me have that, that machete right there, you know, and cut them off right at the knees just to keep me humble. And that's the part that I respect the most because I'd, I'd get a little irritated at times, but I'm so glad she did that because I, I needed that humility, much like how we tried, how I tried to get on live today and get you guys on the show. <laughs> what? what nothing to do with you. I'm just saying I, it's, it's another thing of humility that I'm always aware of. Uh, I eat humility quite, quite easy, I guess. Well, humility is easy for us because we only exist because we have such great supporters. I mean, we're really sure. lucky. We lost all of our events starting in March here in Illinois. That used, Man. That used, to, that used to be 70% of our revenue. We were lucky enough that, that when uh, we lost all those shows, all of our great supporters moved to our moved online, came to our came to the store down here in Batavia and started seeing us and were regular customers. Believe it or not, somehow, miracle of miracles, we grew this year over last year, which I thought we were going to be you know, upside down and backwards this year and how we're going to make it through. So we were lucky enough to actually grow because people were awesome about jumping to support. We're, we get, we're lucky we're in a community here where people are really awesome about supporting local business. So that's, it's been you know, very cool. You know, we've been blessed in, the, in all those respects to yeah. be able to do that. Both our final total of donations. So we ended yeah. up with, with everything we gave away plus the money donations. We were about 18,000 this year. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Good the for you guys. Was, yeah. Thank you. The goal was to break 20. That was the goal when we ended last year and last year we ended around 10. Uh, we wanted to make 20 this year, so we just fell short. Had it not been for COVID, we would have we would have blown past the 20. Yeah, so, right, right. Know, we would have been past there. So good old COVID. Yeah, don't get me started. We'll try to get 21. Right, uh, right. Yeah. You know, so but that but that's what like I said. It's not it's not us. It's 
we just got lucky. So you, you, work, you, you work around the circumstances. Yeah, you adapt and overcome. Hate to borrow that whole Marine thing there, but, you know. <laughs> or is it an Army thing? I don't want to start a big fight over here. Yeah. yeah. I, th- I, th- I think it's in everything. I mean, yeah. who wants to be successful is adapt and right. overcome. Right. Like, yeah. I mean, that's been my whole life is adapt and overcome. I, I will say I worked with, it was rare I worked with anybody from Air Force. Uh, I mean, I've, I've known people who have been in the Air Force. I got a friend, Scotty Budd, who is MP in Air Force. and um, But I worked with a lot of uh, people, uh, you know, where I got used to drinking Navy coffee. Um, I worked with a guy named Tom Miro, and Tom watches the show and follows my page. So, hey, Tom, how you doing, buddy? Um, Tom's like, have you ever had Navy coffee? And I'm like, no, because I like, I'll take strong coffee. Holy moly. I was not prepared. You know, uh, it was, uh, the kind of thing that, you know, if you want to stay up for three days straight and you don't mind your coffee looking a little bit like syrup, uh, you're, you're good to go. And so that's when I really started putting sugar and cream in my coffee. Cause before I'd take it black when I was doing patrol, you know, overnights, uh, down Atlanta and doing things down there. But, um, Tom, you know, turned me on to that, but, uh, you know, I had guys that, uh, that I worked with that were in the, uh, 82nd who had just come back and same thing. They were just so, so keen on having that coffee, you know, all night long having that, that coffee, well, it's but tasting, it's another to be tasty. Well, thank you, dear. <laughs> yeah, but but you know you know that that, that thing, the Navy. <laughs> Sorry, the Navy, the Navy coffee thing comes all the way back from uh, when they used to work the barges on the river in the in the river boats, because the the worst job to have was you're being the cook, right? They'd be out there all the right. time. Right. So so the rule was if you complained about the cooking, then it became your job. So the goal on the river boats back then was to, you made the sh- shittiest coffee you could. You made the shittiest breakfast and food you could. Someone, you someone to complain, so they would take over that job from you. I can understand that. I understand that mindset. Make the make the worst thick sludge you can, so someone bitches about the coffee because everybody wants their coffee in the morning, having to work right. that all day. Right. So we have our version of the Navy coffee, which is called the Battleship, which is. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Yeah, twice roasted. Um, yep. Dark. So and it's and a couple of Navy guys have said that it tasted like what it was on the boat. So. But better, but better, smooth, yeah. no acid, no bitterness, <laughs> not slow. Not better. And, and I, I, to your viewers and people that are tuning in, you've got. I'm looking at the list. You've got quite a few people tuning in, and I want to say hi to Dom and some other people out there. Um, if I say anything that seems offensive, I apologize. It's just that my program, I, I'm kind of like this guy that doesn't really care about, you know, um, I think offending people because I'm not out to do it on purpose. Uh, so I wanted to let you guys know that if I do anything off color or say something, uh, it's okay to leave it in the audio part of my show. I just don't want to offend any of your, uh, listeners or viewers. Cause I, I try to keep it pretty cool. I'm not, I'm an equal opportunity offender, I guess is what I'm saying. So if I, if I do anything that's off, you let me know and I'll correct my behavior. I think most of our viewers have some pretty thick skin. Yeah. That's good. That's good to hear. Cause like oh, I said, uh, I and I think they, I think they like coming. A lot of people like coming to her shop because they realize like, Hey, it's a little bit of haven in this middle of this uh, ocean of uh, of, dif- of difference right now. It's yeah, like, yeah. Like so you're use, you're using good language, Brian. You're you're yeah. actually showing that you have a very good word word usage of vocabulary well, there. Well, I'm well, just like the shit storm. That's what I call it. Yeah, I don't, right. I don't always now. So at least when I'm on here, I try to try to curve it a little bit. There's a lot less swearing going on. Right, and and I try to curb that as much as I can until I get into some of the idiocy. Um, it's usually seventy percent of my vocabulary, so I try to be, you know. Right, 
right? <laughs> well, for my audio uh, listeners, uh, and I'm going to probably uh, zip this part out, uh, we're going to take a quick break and we're going to listen to some PSAs and some music right here on the one and only Big Dog Show uh, with my guest, Gun Barrel Coffee. We got Brian and, and Sal with us, and uh, we'll be back for more Listen right after this. podcast i've got a message for you if you've drank the rest now drink the best gun barrel coffee we are the gun barrel coffee incorporated team we are united by the love of coffee guns freedom and america what started as a hobby has turned into a high quality home roasted coffee enjoyed by family friends and now the public we are proud to donate a portion of our proceeds 
to the organizations who support those who serve, those who protect and defenders of our rights and freedom. Accept no other substitutes. You've had the rest. Now drink the best. Gun Barrel Coffee. You can find the guys at GunBarrelCoffee.com. Hi everyone, Dan Big Dog Hall right here, reminding all of you that not only can you hear us here on Red Circle, but you can check out our Paranormal Raid show on BruiseRadio.com Sunday nights, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're also heard on the Michigan69Podcast.com network and the Paranormal Now network, as well as Live Radio 1 on Facebook. So do us a favor and be sure and tell your friends all the great places that you can hear our podcast. Tell them Big Dog sent you. Take a stand. Take a stand. Take a stand. Like my brother did. And he wouldn't take no for an answer. Like my wife did when she asked the right questions. Like my friend did when she made the call. You stood by us when we were in uniform, so stand by us now. Take a stand for those who served our country. If you're a veteran in crisis or no one who is, the Confidential Veterans Crisis Line is here for you. Call 1-800-273-8255 and press 1. Chat at veteranscrisisline.net or text 838-255. Shake that ass for me. Come on, girl, shake that 
and switch, but don't spit it. Swallow it now, finish. Yeah, me and Nate deal double G. Looking for a couple bitches with some double D's. Pop a little champagne and a couple leaves. Slipping in a bubbly. We finna find a hell of a party. Turn the music up. Let's get it started. Go ahead, shake it. I'm looking for a girl I can fuck in my Hummer truck. Apple bottom jeans and a big old sun. Some think I quit talking. Some girls are body body. I want a bitch to sit at the crib with no panties on. Knows that she can, but she won't say no. Look at this lady all in front of me. Sexy as can be. Tonight I wanna slut. Would you be mine? Heard she was freaky from a friend of mine. Now I hope you don't get mad at me. But I told Nate you was a freak. He said he wants a slut. Hope you don't mind. I told him how you like it from behind. Shake that ass for me. Shake that ass for me. Come on, girl, shake that ass for me. Shake that ass for me. All the girls shake that ass for me. Shake that ass for me. Come on, girl, shake that ass for me. Shake that ass for me. We about to have a party. Turn the music. Let's get it started. Go ahead, shake it. I'm looking for a girl with a body and a sexy strut. Wanna get it poppin', baby? Step right Some up. They act retarded. Some girls about it, body. I'm looking for a girl that will do whatever the fuck I say every day she be giving it up she go Shaking that ass on the floor Bumping and grinding that pole The way she's grinding that pole I think I'm losing control And of course, we don't go anywhere. We're back. We'll sing. We'll sing. We'll sing. <laughs> yeah, we can sing. I mean, it won't sing be very pretty. Oh yeah, you do them. Do the anthem. Just don't butcher it. Just don't do a Roseanne version. We'll be okay. If, uh, he'll, he'll do the weekend. If somebody buys a hundred bags of coffee right now, I'll get naked. Whoa! There you go. A hundred. Wow. That's uh. Get naked. How much? How much would a hundred bags of coffee cost, son? I'll give you wholesale pricing. It's like thirteen hundred. <laughs> $1,300. $1,300, Brian will get naked right here on the show. This is what he's telling everybody. What you got to think about is you buy 100 bags, you just donated $100. Let's say it's 100 pieces or 100 right. $100 for 120 pieces. <laughs> hey, Jay, well, Jay's out there joining us. 100 bucks. I'm not. I'm, we're interrupting all the good shows in the. Well, well, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not pushing that. I want to see you naked. Yeah, you know, I'm just, we'll just let the people. I'm not let that fall on the ears and pictures. So, just to make it clear too, that you have headphones on, so I don't hear what you guys are talking about immediately when I'm listening to. Yeah, she's got a little bit of a little bit of a delay there. Like at least a two-minute delay. Which, which is what you deal with with me on an everyday. Talk about your girlfriend. Thing. Hear that right? She would, yeah, she wouldn't hear about the girlfriend you have in Three Rivers, right? She wouldn't know about that. She yeah, she wouldn't. She, yeah, she knows better. She knows better. <laughs> I don't have I don't have time for that stuff anymore. I mean, uh, I would never. Yeah, let, let me ask you. So, so I know you, I know you do like paranormal investigation stuff. So, right down down the street from from where my house is at in Three Rivers, there used to be a hotel where Al Capone would come stay. They torn it down since, but there was like an escape route out of there, out the back door. And people said, uh, going there after is kind of closed up. There used to be a lot of paranormal, a lot of ghost stuff. Have you ever done any investigation down there? No, I'm not sure. I'm not sure 
where that legend started. Because if it was something in Three Rivers, I I think I'd be aware of it. But like I said, everybody's got an urban legend in our Kalamazoo area about Al, you know, from yeah. you guys over there in Chicago. There's a lot that can be proven because, you know, they, they, they've kept records. Sure. But uh, Three Rivers has a, like, has a home there that I know was connected to the Underground Railroad. Um, and a couple other things, but as far as Al down there, no, I know that there's a Cadillac, oh, they call it the, the hidden Cadillac, um, house, which is nowhere near Cadillac. It's supposed to be up near us somewhere, uh, the yellow motel and a bunch of other things. I, I haven't really honestly heard about that. I've, I've done one private investigation in, in, uh, that area, uh, down there, but I could be wrong. I know the Constantine house maybe, and a few maybe. others that are down there. Yeah, maybe, maybe it was Constantine. I know it was like in the area though. So it was like. Used to, does it have a restaurant in it? It has like an inn and then there's, it used to be an inn and there's a restaurant bar. I think does so. That sound, does that sound similar? I mean, it was house, but like supposedly now it burned down and they bulldozed it, but there was like a secret entrance out the back. There was tunnels under there. And oh, somebody, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. friends I had up there used to go, uh -oh. used to go walk through there and go walk through the tunnels and stuff. And they'd been there. Know if he house. Yeah, I got a, well, I don't want him telling this on the air of the show. Um, I got a buddy who is in the Three Rivers area, and there's a, he's got a lake right out front. His, he's on a lake. His home used to be a restaurant, <laughs> so he's building a house out of this place. And he's he's uh, when you started talking about you had great neighbors. Let me ask you know, a is, it, is it Long Lake? I don't know what the name of the lake is. To be honest with you, did he no, tell no, us what the name no. was? Nope. We only I, assumed. It, 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 I'm on Long Lake. You can tell people I'm on Long, I'm on Long Lake. I don't. He's on Long Lake, so I'll ask him. I, I, well, I do know he said that a few years ago that it, the uh, oh man, there was a problem with the lake where they had to treat it in order to get the fish population back up, and it's not a huge lake. Our, our lake. Just make sure all your listeners know that our lake has horrible fishing. There's no musky. There's no bass over over six inches. There's no crappie. And there's no purpose. Well, I'm used to things that are not over six inches. I'm just, what? <laughs> well, just make sure all your listeners know that. So if there's the yeah. lake, like, where's a good place to go fishing? Long Lake is not it. The fishing is horrendous. Long Lake is not it, folks. Right. There's no musky. There's no, uh, no perch, no crappie, and all the bass are really tiny. Well, hey, when, when yeah. you're here vacationing, we'll get together. I'll take you over to Eagle Lake, and you'll get some pretty good-sized oh. bass. Did real well there this year. I know. We have friends that live on Eagle Lake, so we got oh. – uh, Chris here, he wants to know how much coffee does someone have to, to buy? Drink Malort. I'll drink Malort without anybody buying. No, you could have just Malort generate some some donations. I, I like Malort. How much coffee does someone has... have to buy to get you to drink Malort on a live? Oh. How's Malort? You can't. On one of our podcasts, yeah. probably, probably six podcasts ago, one of our uh, guests yeah. brought Malort with them, and Is it coffee? did you like it? I liked it. I don't like it. Not my thing. It's it's okay. It, it's not, I wouldn't go buy a bottle to drink it. It tastes like everybody says it tastes like old socks or something. But <laughs> <laughs> but so Sal, you like old socks? Apparently, That's I guess. Yeah, I mean, okay, beggars can't right. be choosers, right? And uh, right. Jay wants uh, wants you to go find the Jersey Devil. Uh, hey but Jay, Walt, Walt I, I was. I was really into that legend, uh, as a kid. And I have a friend out East who's written a couple of books, uh, Christopher Belzano, uh, good, good Italian oh, boy wow. there. And, um, yeah, and I'm still in touch with Chris, but he, uh, he claims to have had a run in with that thing. And 
I don't know. What he described was right out of the article I read in Reader's Digest as a kid, which was taken from revolutionary time reports of seeing this hoofed wing thing uh, chase people through these woods. And uh, Chris is pretty sure that he couldn't really quite see anything clearly, but, you know, a, a, to him it was otherworldly and really strange, you know. You know, I mean, if you see something like that, I don't know if you're allowed to carry in New Jersey, but when you start shooting at it, Yes, that's what you do. Kill that's, anything strange. Yes. So especially if the aliens well, you know, do is shoot at them and kill the aliens. If so they we'll, don't say we come in peace, please, start please. shooting. Yes, kill anything you don't Well, well in all fairness, Sal, you know, if you were to shoot Nancy Pelosi like that, you'd probably go to prison. She's, she's, uh, she's, she's anybody? What, what about the California <laughs> devil in waters, Maxine? Oh. I'm sorry. I, again, I told you the jokes don't get any better. They really don't. I got a segment here. I want yes, you guys sir. to uh, take a listen to this. Um, and these are called do-it-yourself disasters. Now, I read uh, from this book quite often on the Big Dog Show. It is called the Uncle John's Endlessly Engrossing Bathroom Reader. We have, won this as an elephant gift. Yes. This is everybody can see it. I have that book with a whole bunch of versions of it that are awesome. <laughs> oh gosh, I know we had one or two before. Um, some of these uh, were were just uh, killing me here earlier. Uh, so I'm going to read one or two of these, and I just want your your reactions and your takes on these so the problem was in 2007 in brevard north carolina teenagers xbox 360 video game console kept turning off every five minutes here's the fix the 14 year old boy did some research online and found a website that he said the power supply was probably overheating so following the directions provided he wrapped the power supply in plastic and tape and submerged it in a bowl of cool water while it was still plugged in <laughs> okay I i'm gonna read the outcome i'm sure we we know where this is going so the teen's mother walked into the room a few minutes later and found him lying unconscious i can't imagine why uh, on his back she rushed him to the hospital where he was treated for minor burns to his right hand and right foot. Now, I, I would imagine that's probably where the, the strike of electricity went in and then exited out the right foot. But uh, what's your take on that? I, I, my take is when, when my toast kept getting burned, I did kind of the same thing. I brought the toaster in the bathtub with me so it would no longer get burned. Because it, it would cool the toast down before it got burned. So I think that's a pretty good idea. So, so, you've, so you've been there. You've been, yeah. been there and experimented. Yeah. Um, I, I will share my night bright. Anybody, I'm dating myself. Everybody know what a night bright set is? Light bright. Light bright. Light bright. Yes. Thank you for correcting me, Mama, and you guys. So I had the crazy idea because my brother had shut the cord in the door and, and snapped the cord. Hey, these two copper wires, I, I'd just taken science class and we were doing things. All I got to do is plug this in the outlet. And my lights are on. I don't have to rewire the plug itself. <laughs> and so this is, this is winter and I will never forget this. And my mom, God rest her soul. She's downstairs watching her soaps as always, or whatever she's going on. on and this is a Saturday. It's getting close to six o'clock. We remember starting to get dark and uh, I plugged that in. I felt a pop. I felt a jolt in my hand. It actually knocked me on my butt. Every fuse in the house went out. Now, we moved into a house that was 150 years old, and so we had glass fuses. You know, you had to screw them in. And all I heard, and this, we, all my brothers, yeah, I know I'm old. Thanks for reminding me, Mama. Um, wow. So, um, I remember hearing downstairs my mom's phrase that we still copy to this day was, 
I'm not going to say it on here. Gee, did you know, and all the lights, everything's out. She wanted to know what you, what are you boys doing upstairs? Now there's, I'm the oldest of four. We were all about five years apart. So I don't know how in the hell she kept her sanity all those years, but, uh, I had to admit to that. So that was my, my run in with electricity. You ever do anything like that, Sal? No. He's like, no. No. Yeah, <laughs> no. yeah, he did. So we were, I went, we were, we were all doing, uh -oh. a, doing a, a war, a war reenactment out in Rockford. And I had, and I left, uh, about midway through the day to go set up another show we were doing down down the street 20 minutes away right and uh i'm setting up the coffee urns oh. right so we got the we got the big you know 1970 urns we, we bought we went out in the world and found them yeah. filled up with water, <laughs> filled with water pouring it plug it in wait a little bit go back to put coffee in i grabbed the urn <laughs> to move it that's something happened to the urn i think sal messed with the cord and then i got the full jolt the full 120 volts Almost knocked me on my ass. I felt like someone came up and hit me in the arms with a hammer. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. it. Scared the shit out of me. I'm like, holy shit. It was a very old coffee maker. Right before I left, Sal was like, uh, you know, he just messed with the cord a little bit, set me up to try and kill me. I'm I'm a Mason, and uh, we have a couple of those in the Masonic Lodge that I will not use anymore. Um, I went to unplug one, and we had some distinguished people down from our Blue Lodge out of Grand Rapids. And yeah. I didn't get knocked on my butt, but I got a nice radiation up my arm. Oh, yeah. And I said, yeah, we're done using this thing. I mean, that whole aluminum thing turned into just a giant, you know, battery and conductor. Yeah, it's a huge conductor, a whole pot. Yeah. You know, it's funny, though. You're talking about the light bright. Um, four years ago, when my parents passed. I had to go clean out their house. The funny thing was, when we were cleaning out the house, we were still, I still, I found light bright pegs in that house 35 years after we got rid of that thing, 40 years after we got rid of it. You never oh, no. light bright, uh, light bright pegs. They're there That's for insane. That's insane, isn't it? It's yeah. kind of like it's kind of like our version of the day. Even the Legos had started to come out about that time. <laughs> it's like early Legos because I I'm still finding Legos. My kids are grown and gone. I'm still finding in my foot, but I'm still finding them. And my grandkids get them now, so I'm trying to steer away from that. Here's number two. Here's number two. The problem while trying to fix up his old Lincoln Continental, a 66 year old man from South Kitsap, Washington. That's right, Kitsap. Tried everything he could to think of to get the last stubborn lug nut off the right rear wheel. I, oh, man, I don't even know where this is going. So the fix was frustrated. He went and got his 12-gauge shotgun. <laughs> holding the barrel only a few feet away from the lug nut, he fired. What? Any, any guess? Because I know we're gun people here on this program. Any guess? Any it's guesses? a ricochet right back at you. Yeah, his plan. Here's the outcome, folks. His plan backfired. Literally, no. <laughs> police spokesman said the man's legs were peppered with buckshot. He was taken to the hospital for serious but not life-threatening injuries, but only to his uh, sanity and his, uh, of course, pride. Uh, I, I, I definitely would not do that with my shotgun. And no. probably, probably whatever time that, whatever that was, it probably be a steel wheel too. So it wasn't like today's aluminum alloy wheels were. You had some chance. The steel wheel came right back, just as fast as it went. Oh out. yeah, today's stuff you probably blow it apart and have yeah. the tire have the tire with it too. Uh, probably using a gain load. <laughs> well, I don't understand how a, how shooting a lug nut would get it off. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, how would you? I mean, I've I got other ways to get it off, but it's certainly not with a gun. Anybody? Yeah. Too too soon for a left turn. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay, that's what the big dog show does here. I apologize for all that bad, dirty humor in advance. Uh, 
Again, don't. send your hate mail to WRKR here in Kalamazoo. They'll if you have any hate mail for uh, Gumbro Coffee, send it to Dan up in. Uh, yep. Send it to me. I'll make sure that it gets filed. I got a, a chapter six uh, <laughs> A right here next to me on the floor. It's nice and round. That's where I file all that stuff. Oh, yeah. um, we got uh, somebody asking if we have a call call in number. I don't know, oh man, that would be fun. In. That'd be fun. No, just, just comment. You don't need to call in, Chris. Just comment. Yeah, just comment. Give us a comment. comment. Make you famous. You I'll make you famous. <laughs> we'll make you famous. <laughs> that that should be in this book. That's right. Yeah. We yeah. have a phone number, but we've never done it. Call Billy the Kid. It. Make you famous. Well, I, you know, I've had uh, speaking about some of these problematic things I just read. You know, my my brother is famous for doing things and not listening. Now, this is a guy. He's worked for you know, uh, a furniture company for years. Uh, they since went under, um, he's now doing something different, but there were times I used to be afraid of him working under the hood of his car. Cause he was that one guy that always, I mean, he did this uh, not just once several times. It's like, get that wrench away from that battery and the side of the car. <laughs> now, you know, you, he like, well, it's plastic, you know, it's plastic right there. It's touching other things, and when I see like a two, two to three inch arc weld going across the thing, I'm, I'm kind of done helping you work on your car for the weekend. Uh, you know, one of those I, things. That's one thing I always I, I do all the time when I'm working on the jet ski, the boat, the motorcycle. It's always they're always like, we recommend that you disconnect the battery before you do this. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, screw that. That's good. It's About good. That. Yeah, it's it's fine. It's right. fine. We're all fine. Yeah, it's fine. I don't care. What, I'm, there, I'm not doing anything with the batteries. It's fine. All I can fine. do it. You know what? We we did have. I did have that one problem with the roaster. Remember? I was trying to do something with the roaster, and it was still plugged in. It wasn't working right, and I was yes. I was tapping on the motherboard, and boom. Yep. Yeah. Uh, we, I wow. Rewire the whole thing and get another motherboard, and yeah, I just, I just don't listen to them. Take the battery off. Eh, screw yeah, you. I should have unplugged it, but I didn't. What am I gonna do? Yeah. Well, you know, we don't have to follow safety directions. A real man doesn't unplug anything or disconnect the battery. What's wrong with people? Yeah, a plastic handle. I wish they'd quit waiting, quit, quit wasting paper with all those instructions they put in everything. Unfortunately, and, there's there's times I've had to, to say I've got to take my big dog uh, man card away because I have stopped and asked for directions. God forbid. Never done that. Even even though everybody can see I got one of these. And there's times I forget, well, you know, if I got a signal, I could probably just pull it up on maps instead of guessing. But yeah. you know what? That's that's what brings the adventure, guys. Am I that's right? That's right. I, I miss it. I miss the days where I used to have the uh, the big atlas in the back of my car. You know, when you pull out the atlas, you'd be like, "Oh yeah, G 7 and you'd be like trying to drive. You'd be driving with the thing on your lap, you're like G seven. But back back when we grew up in the eighties, you, you didn't. You had to go buy a local map if you wanted to see any detail, right? So it was like, you, what the job was to do was to get close, or before you go, call two or three friends and be like, "Hey, have you ever been here?" Do you know where this street is? And you'd hear the directions, write them down, completely not remember anything they said. And Correct. then go drive around circles till you found it. And then right. come to the gas station and be like, hey, where's this at? Right. Well, no, right. the direction would be there's a big tree on the right-hand side, turn left. <laughs> then once you see the big boulder, make a right, but it's the boulders on your left-hand side. You'll go past a stream yeah. over turn, the bridge. Turn two miles before the red barn. Yes. Yeah. And if you've gone past the barn, you've gone too far. Yeah. Yeah. So just, you see a Ford Trino. On its rims, so no tires. And my cousin's inside because I don't know. I'm from the south side of Chicago. Yeah. Anybody? Anybody know that movie? Okay. Yeah, I, you're right. You know, and I'm so old. And listen to you growing up in the 80s. These two youngins over here. 
Can I ask how, how old are you guys? I'm 28. <laughs> uh, South, okay. South 63. Yeah. Uh, how old? 63, South 63, and I'm 28. Really? Yeah. Are you it's, really that old? It's skincare I use. You know. Okay, yeah, I, then I'm in good company. I just hit 58, and I'm. Oh, I keep good. telling, yeah, telling so people. 49, so 49. He's 48. No, okay, okay. No, I'm 47 no. this year. 47, 47. Yeah, I don't think, folks. I don't think we're going to get the truth anytime soon. <laughs> I don't think we're going to get to that anytime <laughs> soon. Watching, you know, I might get divorced someday and have to go back out there in the world. Or have to get Does your wife movie. watch the show? Is she aware that you're you're thinking that? Yeah, she's, she's the one pushing. Oh, okay, me. all right. Just find somebody else to bother, please. You know, leave me alone. You know, that's that's what it is. So she's okay with it. <laughs> she doesn't want she doesn't want me at home. The things I could say if I didn't have a co-host in the room with me. She's just like you know. But, but my my wife knows it's all in humor. She's my rock. I, I could not go on without her. Some trucks with a luggage drag. That's right, Chris. <laughs> well, you remember when we, used to, when we used to go on vacation, you're, uh, the parents, I remember my parents used to write stuff out, mm -hmm. then go on the map, mark the exits they had to mm -hmm. go to. And so when I grew up, started driving, you write it down. Okay, exit 29 on the map. Make sure you mark it. Hopefully you had somebody like a TC or co-pilot. My parents, my parents, everything. They're like, you just go down, you take the 294 to the Dan Ryan, take the Dan Ryan down down to the Eisenhower, then you get off down there. That's I'm like, wait, which one's the Eisenhower? Wait, which one's the Dan Ryan? Wait, which one's like, <laughs> like you know, you just fucking go. I'm like, what the fuck? They that's how they that's they grew up in Chicago in the Chicago area. So like, you know, there's like you get down by 101st Street, you get off around there, and you go two blocks over, three blocks down, you're there. Look look for the building. And you get on the Reagan, and then from the Reagan, you get on. They never, they never told me exits. It was like you just go down there a little bit, find it, find it. Well, that's the that was the thing, you know, circumnavigating uh, the area when I'd have to deliver stuff into some seedy parts of Chicago. Yeah. Uh, again, there's so many streets and things, and even though I had maps, you know, uh, pulled up, uh, I don't know, you know, you still can get lost, and then I don't know. We I had some uh, some funny misadventures uh, in Chicago. There, uh, the <laughs> Russian mafia guys were my my favorite. And I say that because you're not going to tell me anything different because this guy I was delivering auto parts for, uh, I, I'm not going to say that I knew, but I'm, I'm taking a door to, to a Hummer. Um, and we all like Hummers, right guys, anybody? So I'm taking a door to a Hummer. Uh, and I go to very, very, I think it's just inside Calumet. I know uh, Eve, my mama cat here was with me. And yeah, so that time I wasn't. It, honestly, I wasn't. You, I thought you were waiting in the van with the Russian home. guys. No, okay. Well, home. anyways, I go to this place. Oh, yeah. My buddy Mike was with me. She's correct. Anyway, folks. So I get to this building. I finally find the place as I'm going by all these like uh, brick brownstone buildings that are just like, uh, you know, I think World War III's happened. Mm -hmm. uh, they're burned out. I see drug addicts. People are yelling things at me. Um, I get there to this building. It's got a door on it, like from a battleship. Which, I kid you I, not. I, from, I, I <laughs> kind of make clear with Danny is, is not to make him seem to be like, you know, he's like Christine or anything, but he hasn't necessarily experienced the whole like uh she's trying to say i'm i'm not really you could say i'm a i'm not really a city guy i came from a farm no, family yeah, and he's from, small he's from, town i'm a city but i'm a city girl he's a farm guy i i, I, I get so to the building to see that kind of stuff. hang with me the story will get there I, I get to the building 
Um, and it, I'm not kidding you. I have to slide. It's like out of the, the gangster Chicago days. I got to slide open this. You know, they had to slide open the door because I'm beating on the door. Yeah, kind of like a speakeasy uh, window. And the door has got, I kid you not, guys, if you can see me, it's got pop rivets, you know, like battleship pop rivets all the way around the edge. And beating on it, it there's no hollowness. You can tell this is a solid metal door. And I'm in a really bad neighborhood, obviously. And so I got the door. I've, I've carried it up there. And the Hummer doors are not light. I got to tell everybody, those H2 and H3 doors are not light. So guy, Tim, he goes, yes, and that kind of a thing. I go, well, I've got your door here from Kalamazoo. He's like, okay. He slams it. I hear all these boats going back <laughs> right out of a sitcom. The door comes open. There's a creak. And I mean, the door has got to be a good six, seven inches. Is that six, seven inches, honey? You tell me. Okay. So sorry, Sal. It gets worse. I'm sorry. So it. Uh, so I go in there and there it's a hallway and I can see people in the back. They're in their cutting cars. I can see stuff. You know, I can smell it. And I look to the left, he pushes open an office door, and there's a pit bull the size of a Volkswagen, I kid you not, <laughs> rushes me, like not on a chain, rushes me. And he's, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm a 6'2", I'm, you know, heavier set guy. I'm sure he's thinking, hey, look, hamburger. So he stops, he stops short, I mean, right at my shins, because uh, this guy sitting at a desk um, with another guy, and I'll describe them here in a second. He yelled something that sounded like, you know, Russian. I'm not saying I know a lot of Russian people, but it sounded Russian. And that dog, you know, did like a Scooby-Doo, you know, like screeching on its legs and bumped into my shin and then put his head down and went back under the desk. And he said a few more things to him. And as I kind of focused in on the gentleman, he's wearing a, a, like a leisure suit I, right out of the 70s. I, I kid you not. <laughs> Um, he looks like he's been lifting weights. That's what he, he came out of his mom's womb, you know, with a weight set and, uh, all the other guys look the same way. They're about six foot and they're, I mean, they're just massive. You can tell they work out. Uh, they're all shaved. A couple of guys got scars. I mean, right out of a, right out of a, a frickin', I'm telling you right out of a movie. James Bond movie. It was a James Bond moment. Yeah, I was, uh, but I wasn't James Bond. I was the scared guy that wanted to get the hell out of there. So, and I'm not frightened by much. And I, I, I got to be honest, but I was like, oh boy. And he looks at me and goes, you like dogs? And I'm like, yes, sir, I do. I got a dog. Oh yeah, I got a dog. And he's like, oh, that's good. You got door? I go, yeah, I got the door. All right, here you go. He gives me a tip. Give me a $20 tip. And I'm like, okay, thanks. He goes, all right, you you want to stay? Have some tea? And then I look at the guys on the couch because they're making tea, and they're in this ratty office, and they got like uh, you know, a little camp burner going there with a coffee pot, and they're, they're all drinking tea, and the guys are huge, and they're all wearing track suits. I'm telling you, it's right out of a, a, a novel or a movie or something. So they all kind of nod at me, and I go, oh, have a good day. He goes, all right, you, you be safe out there. You want me to walk into car? I'm like, no, nope, I'm good. And that, that bothered me when you asked me to walk me to back to my van, you know, so we get out there and we, we got out of the neighborhood. So that's my Russian mafia uh, story. And there's many from Chicago. Again, you guys live there. You know, I, I delivered right in the middle of Chicago where uh, I've never seen uh, junkyards, you know, underneath the tram with walls 20 foot high. <laughs> and I got to beat out there and wait for the guy. And then he, I'm supposed to give him a transmission and he you were with me on this one. And he came back with a radio flyer, a wagon, a little wagon. And I'm looking at him like, 
Yeah, red, <laughs> red radio flyer. And so I'm like, what the hell? So he couldn't pick it up. He goes, I got a bad back, and he's bigger than me. And I'm like, of course he does. Right, so, yeah. <laughs> so I manhandle this beast, and it has a good size transmission uh, off my off my truck. It, yeah, there's never small ones when I was delivering them. So I, I lay it down on there, and instantly it bends the sides and <laughs> bends his wheels. And he's like, oh, it's, it's all good. It's all good. And he goes to pull it in there, and that thing's all here. You know? And I laughed so hard when we went to leave. I was just like, man, I, poor guy. I bring him his transmission, and I got to wreck his brand-new wagon. Damn it. Damn it. <laughs> it's, always a, it's always a freak show down there, which is awesome. Makes it fun. Right, you end up just strange and unusual all over that place. Strange and unusual. But before we we go here, um, and and I want to again thank you for your patience. And uh, I think we kind of covered some things, unless there's stuff that you guys feel that we should cover. Because uh, I, I want to have you back when I have my stuff set up, yeah. and then this will go nice and smooth, and I'll have you on again. Uh, I'd like to do a couple of these with you. It, it's fun talking with some people who are like minded. Um, and uh, I want to thank a few people real quick. Uh, you know, our friends and sponsors, of course, uh, the Wounded Warrior Project, some people that we give to uh, uh, Great Lakes Burn Camp for children, HendersonCastle.com, and of course, our new sponsor and friend. And we say sponsor because I, I believe, uh, you know, this is going to be a great friendship uh, as we go. Uh, GunBarrelCoffee.com. Uh, guys, where else can they find you and what else do you have to sell and tell the folks? Oh, you can find us on Amazon. You can find us out at trade shows around the Illinois, Iowa, Wisconsin, Indiana area. Um, Maybe Michigan. Yeah. Can you see, see we have our code up there. So any of your listeners, if they want to go save money, GBC 10, we'll save them 10% off any orders. We ship right to people. Um, come, come take a look at our website. You'll see all the other charities we support. Big ones are the Paralyzed Veterans Association, Operation Support Our Troops to send stuff over to uh, troops or deployed and takes care of their families. And then when they do come back, um, canine for veterans, which is awesome. They give uh, support dogs to veterans. Uh, they pay all the expense for it, all the training. They pay for all their medical care, all their food for the life of the dog, which is blown away. It's absolutely incredible. Mm -hmm. uh, we support our local uh, sheriffs here, the, the canine units here for our local sheriff. Amen. Amen. They, they live on donations. We, you know, we didn't yeah. know that, that they, just, they don't get the money for the dog from the state. They, they live on donations, or the county right. doesn't get the money. So, right. uh, that who else? Oh, geez. um, when we do so many, we yeah, do, we do, we do ones all year long. We donate a lot of gift baskets to gift charities baskets, out there to help yes. them raise money, schools, churches, yeah. horses for heroes, horses another for one we do, another um, horse one. We do the local VFW, the local Legion here. So beautiful. Everybody reaches out to us. We try to do something for them to try to help them out. It always right. brings our supporters, so we're always happy to do it. So we try to do as much as we can. Yeah, yeah. yeah same here. I mean, I've got such a list. I just covered a few there. But if you go to our friends and links, uh, you know, uh, section, uh, when you guys go visit the website, uh, that's, again, that's the Michigan69podcast.com. Uh, you will find, and I'm still, that's still a work in progress. But you'll find the the page here for Gun Barrel Coffee, as well as uh, uh, a few other uh, friends and supporters and, and other podcasts that we are hosting uh, on our network. And, of course, as I said, links to all these great things that we also, along with these two great gentlemen, you know, we, we reach out to the community. We try to be involved as much as we can, even if we're just getting the word out. 
Uh, we're also heard on Bruise Radio. So um, I'm soon to be bringing the Big Dog Show over there as well, not just my bruiseradio.com. You spell that? B-R-E-W-S-R-A-D-I-O. Wow, that's that's a challenge. Uh, dot com. You know, numbers, math, writing, reading. What the hell? So to all of our listeners and our watchers, too, um, we'll put links to Dan's show on our webpage. You'll be able to link right to him and go see, see what about them. So follow his podcast um, out there. Yeah, you can follow appreciate us that. Instagram. I saw some of your listeners saying they're going to come check out our stuff. And not just this show, not just the Big Dog Show. I, if you guys are really into paranormal, I mean it. Uh, we have a, a bevy of guests on from time to time. Uh, Bob and I, who host a couple of those shows, uh, we're pretty grounded. I mean, we're still skeptical. We're believers, but we're still healthy skeptics. And uh, Bob's been at it since 92. Uh, I've been going strong since about 2008, you know, with my group and 281 investigations. But we... Uh, we're going to have a, a friend of ours on uh, this Friday. Um, uh, Bob hit me up. I think that's still on the schedule. It's a guy by the name of Andrew Smith, and it's about the Flatwoods Monster. And if you don't know what that is, uh, Google it. Look it up. Uh, you'll be amazed at the story. I mean, this created quite a stir. Uh, we just did a show recently about our neck of the woods in Dowajak, which is the Twin Lakes Monster, uh, which was seen in 63 and 64, which when it made national uh, news. And we're going to be doing some stuff out of uh, your neck of the woods. Uh, I got a friend, Jason Sullivan, who's, who used to do a lot of stuff over there with Bachelors Grove and a few other things uh, in the area. And he's going to be coming on doing short segments. But we have other shows, and I want, I'm going to invite these guys uh, back on Truth of the Matter. Uh, which is a show that you may think that you know what these two guys really do uh, within the inner goings-ons of, of this company. Even though we, we discussed this uh, tonight, uh, truth of the matter will be a little more, uh, I guess, in depth. Uh, you know, I'll have a range of questions and I definitely want you guys to just, you know, if you feel comfortable, uh, tell people, you know, just the raw, the raw stuff, you know, the, the, the journey. Uh, but I want to thank everybody for joining me here on the big dog show, but thank you guys again for your patience and allowing me to come over here on your podcast <laughs> and everybody, you can click on their banner on their page. Okay. Come to our network, click on their page. It says click here. And when you click on that, bang, it sends you right over to Facebook. And then you can scroll through all of their current podcast shows and you can keep up with these two uh, great gentlemen. And uh, I'm going to take a sip and say thank you. Uh, cheers to you. Uh, yeah, thank you for uh, having us. Yeah. Salute. You know, thank you. Cilantro. Yeah. Got to show the Irish in us. Um, cilantro. Yeah, absolutely. I love cilantro on my tacos. <laughs> <laughs> it's Tuesday. That's right. Yeah, yeah. No, but, uh, guys, thanks so much. Thank you thanks for having us. So, hey, no problem. I'm going to get off here and go do my thing tonight. Make sure no bad guys are stealing catalytic converters or you know pooping in my my parking lot. I couldn't believe it that when I read it that it was real. I mean, I know catalytic converters are valuable, but I couldn't believe it. I'm like, people were showing pictures of like their catalytic converter gone. I'm like, and right. the one I saw was a really nice cut. It was a perfect, smooth cut. I'm like, this is a person who didn't give a shit and had plenty. Just felt like. I'm confident going into it. They weren't trying. They weren't yeah, they'll, they'll crawl in under a hurry. They crawl under in a hurry and, and whatever they're using. And some of the times they hack it, but you know, they got to be able to resell it. And what I understand sure. talking sure. to my, my, yeah, my local police, uh, they came in and, and, you know, check up on me once in a while. And they're like, well, you know, we we've had a rash again, when we get around Christmas and winter time, it's easier for them to hide amongst the snow and the bad weather uh, to get in there. 
And then they take them down south and they sell them to places to put them on cars because some of the in different states, they send them all over because there's a lot of states that have to have those on the vehicle in order to pass certain emission inspections. Yeah. You know, Michigan, we don't have that. I mean, they're mm-hmm. making the cars that way so that when they go out wherever it's, it's already on there. But, you know, yeah. I can't tell you how many people I know that probably run in a car that doesn't have that. But uh, wow. isn't that nutty? And then what he what he had going on, too. Uh, real quick before we get off here was, um, you know, he's got cameras set up and before I came out of retirement to help him, which is almost a year now, people just brazen, right? You know, he'd leave there, you know, I'd say early afternoon. I don't want to give that out. Uh, but you know, uh, I wouldn't even be 30 minutes after he's, he's closed the lot and they're out in the middle of the daytime, walk right in there, bash a window and start ripping out stereos and anything else they can take off these cars. And unfortunately he's in an area where because of COVID they took people out of the mission and they've put them up the street and all the hotels, which are at the top of the hill. So I get a bevy of walkers and, you know, crack is whack type of thing, people all night long. And, and I laugh, I don't mean to, cause some of it's pretty tragic, but you know, I had a guy, uh, two nights ago looking in a car, burying his face, literally in the snow, looking at a car. And I'm like, the hell's he doing? And he'd go to the next one and put his face in the snow because we had a, a good blizzard going here and I, I asked him, Hey, y'all right. What's going on? And, and I couldn't understand him at all. It was so in- unintelligible other than something about uh red roof in and Rio something Lobo. I, I kept thinking Rio Lobo. I was just watching that. I don't know. <laughs> I couldn't understand him. Taco Bell or something. And yeah. off he went, but, uh, some bullshit because you you get caught him in the middle of doing something he shouldn't be doing, so he's lost it. Well, you know, and I, I yeah, and I, I I've caught a few of those guys. You know, uh, we've had the police come and go after him, and or I've chased him out of the lot because I had one guy literally in front of me. Now, give people a little background. I know I get long winded towards the end of the show here, but um, you know, I change out my vehicles, and one of them is a an ecto jeep. Okay, so it does have Ghostbuster stuff on it, and I've got my lights, and i got a speaker. So when I light up the blues and I start yelling over that horn and they don't see me where I hide, it's yeah. rather funny a lot of the times because the hands go up immediately. <laughs> yeah, when I'm not stuck in the front yard. Thanks. She had to remind everybody of that. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, it, it's quite funny. And uh, you know, they said this guy pulls right up in front of me. How he doesn't see my car because it sticks out like a sore thumb. Yeah. And I wasn't hiding that night. And he looks around, he looks right at me. I'm sitting in there staring at him. And uh, he starts taking, you know, one of the webbing. It's a, a one of those webs uh, that you put over a gate on a truck. Mm-hmm. It's on a Z71. He just starts undoing it. He's going to take it. And wow. so I yelled at him over the speaker, like, what the hell are you doing? You know, and he's looking around. And first he put his hands up. And then when I rolled up on him in the car, he, he cussed me out. And then basically, I mean, inches from my vehicle, not knowing that I'm not the police, because when you see my car head on with those lights going, you can't tell, Yeah, you know, and um, he ran. And so I chased him to the end of the lot. It's that long. I got his license. But, you know, if you're good guys, criminals, if you're watching, if you're going to do stuff like this, don't have distinguishable stickers on your back windows <laughs> of your truck. Like, you know, the Punisher is what he had on there. Uh, and or it's a big, the biggest piece of shit that's on the road, excuse my French, because it's going to be very easy for us to find you, which which we did. And I'd seen him around. But, uh, you know, people are I'm glad that they're stupid. I think a lot of them just don't do it as a career because you're just terrible at it. <laughs> yeah. OK, do me do me a favor. Just just stop. Just yeah. Stop what you're doing. Yeah. I hear you. <laughs>
All yeah. right, guys. Well, thanks right. so much. You guys well, have a great thank night. You, thank you, everybody out there who joined us tonight. Yes, thank you guys thank for, you for joining us, us kind of last minute here on the spur of the moment. Yeah, take care. And uh, you will be able to find the audio adventure of this broadcast. Uh, I will pull it off their Facebook with their permission, do the audio, and we'll put in some things here. And as always, uh, this is the big dog telling you to you sexy bitches to be fun uh, or not be fun. Well, be fun. <laughs> Have fun. Be safe. I've had one sip. I swear to God. Um, be safe. Have fun. And be nice to one another. It doesn't cost anything. Okay. I know we can't shake hands. But it does not cost anything to be civil and nice to one another. Five. Unless you're a crazy liberal. But then, then what? <laughs> what? I'm joking. Okay. Take care. On a swivel. Thank you, On everybody. a swivel. On a swivel, always. Yeah. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Have Thank you guys night. so much. Thanks, Dan. Thank you, sir. Thank you.